Matt, how's it going? Jay, it is going well, man. How are you doing? Uh, it's been a week, man. I, I, I want to apologize to the league for getting the pot out so late this week. But, you know, hey, the benefit is we got football tonight, you know? Yeah, how was uh, how was the training? Have you? I know you went th- from three hundred employees all the way down to zero. Have you been able to regain any of any of them yet? I, I am still a zero employee uh, worker. I am I am now a lone wolf within Amazon, uh, which is really cool. I mean, it, it allows me the travel opportunities and everything. So uh, I I am currently a zero employee. Do you uh, think we should? Uh... Do you think we should in the LOD sports book, which by the way had a couple bets roll in today? That was good to see in nice. the book. Should we do an over under on how many employees you will have by end of season? Ooh, I actually I think that's probably a good one. Would it be uh like would like zero point five be a good number to set it at? Yeah, like will I get one employee or not? That's actually yeah. for my team current state. That would actually be a pretty good, yeah, because I'm trying to get employees again. But, uh, yeah, I think I think point – if I was the house, I would say 1.5. One, okay, okay. So, all right, well, we, maybe we can put that in the book. One, one other uh, note on, you know, the, the pod kind of being pushed back this week, which I don't want to hear too much complaining about because none of you guys have ever fucking done a pod in your life. <laughs> Um, and the one person and, who did quit. So yeah, and the one person who did quit exactly. <laughs> um, and we're still gonna get it to you before kickoff. So fuck off, everyone. But on that note, um, there was a lot of talk around. Uh, we were trying to record last night, but I was going out to dinner. Uh, the dinner, I gotta say, uh, it's like this really kind of uh, famous place in in Midtown Manhattan called Russian Tea House, was so stoked to go there. It was freaking terrible. Like, I've never gone. It's like this bougie place. And so I, and it was just like, I, I, I love food. And it was, it was terrible. Like, so I felt like that was maybe a little bit of karma for not doing a pod for you guys last night, I will say. Were there any mobsters there or anything? Like, no, it was, I mean, it, it's like, the food wasn't good. Our, our our server was a little weirdo. Like he was making this big issue out of we we did a reservation for eight, and this one one couple didn't show up, so we only had six. Oh, and he was like, and he was like making a thing out of it, but the place wasn't packed at all, so it like shouldn't have mattered. The whole experience, just guys, if you're in New York, don't go to Russian Tea House. What um, Support one to five Ukraine. Yelp rating? What would you give them? Oh, one for sure. Plus, Damn. they invaded Ukraine too, so. Uh, I already felt bad on that count for going you know, there. I thought, thought uh, the food would at least be good. I've seen – I don't know if anyone else follows Clayton on Twitter, but he's kind of notorious at shouting out, uh, you know, restaurants or airlines that he doesn't like. Maybe he can, you know, tweet at them for you. Yeah. Uh, I haven't checked. I know that – so I started following them on Instagram. That's how I got hyped about the place because it looks really cool. I mean, it is a cool place, but perhaps I will send – mean comments to whoever runs their Instagram or have Clayton do it. Yeah. I think that's the best way to handle this. You know, when in doubt, just send Clayton at it. And it's probably Clayton's wife anyways that's tweeting at them, but, you know, it'll get done. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, in in other league news, big time uh, travel this week for the league. Uh, 
league members Dylan, Guns, and myself, along with Ian, who's not a league member, are heading down to Tampa tomorrow for Packers Bucks this weekend. So big travel week for the league. That's a that's a huge week. Uh, Hopefully it goes well. You know that's a big game too. Oh yeah, huge game. Uh, Brady Rogers will we'll see we'll see how it goes. The boys will will be in town though. Nice. Well, with that being said, uh, let us get into last week. Uh, I do want to start off, Matt. Matchup wise, I won. Uh, I had three correct picks that we differed in. Uh, I had selected uh, Freezing, Guns, and Matty Kid, and they all won. So uh, we're tied up 1-1. Okay. I like it. It's it's staying competitive. Very nice. All right. So let's uh, – here, I'll, I'll pick the first matchup. Sure. Uh, let's go uh, – guy I hate every week when I have to say this. Kareem and my cousin's hunt against Tom Brady's Uggs. That's, of course, Dylan against Hui. Um Dylan coming off a title, looking like a powerhouse again. Not um, not the massive week that he had in week one, but he does win it by about nine points against Hui. Uh, really, this has got to be pretty disappointing for Hui this week because to have Lamar go for 42 and your team only go for 103, like, because what really killed it, Jonathan Taylor got shut down by Jacksonville. I mean, the Colts always struck, struggle at Jacksonville, and this was no different. That's a killer for Hui to have a guy just go off like that and not get a W. Um, but and then for Dylan, Dylan actually didn't have a real only one guy on his team really overperformed, which was Stephon Diggs. Anybody that watched that game, dear lord, the Bills look incredible right now. Um, so he gets that thirty-eight point eight from Diggs. But other than that, uh, pretty quiet week for Dylan. And you know, both guys end up going below their their projection. But Dylan goes to two and zero. Oh, Hui goes to, to one and one. Yeah, kind of crazy game. You have two, two guys basically going for forty points, and you only one hundred and twelve or one hundred and three, right? Um, so not not very good signs for you know the depth of uh, these rosters. We did see Dylan's team the previous week get like one hundred and forty points or something like that. Um, so he was able to get the victory. Cord uh, seems like he came back down to earth with a four point performance, uh, and then looked the building. 100% right. It was a Lamar Jackson game, but quite unfortunate. Like, if you t- tell anyone else that their quarterback's going to put up 42 points, I think everyone else think, like can know that they're going to win that week, right? So, unfortunately for we, this is a week-to-week game, and it's also a game where you only win if you score more points than who you're playing against, and we could have scored more points. And he's got to be kicking himself with that, Mark that, uh, that, yeah, that, that flex spot where he played Shark, who put up zero. Could have put Amari in there. Um, I mean, Amari would have been the obvious one. Obviously, you're not going to put Fairmouth in there, even though he scored 10. But Amari, if he plays him, he wins this going away. But those are the breaks. All right, Jay, you want to pick the next matchup? Yeah, yeah. We'll go to a blowout here. We got uh, Guns versus Lairbaum. Lairbaum now 0-2. Guns an, ugly, an ugly 0-2. A very ugly, yes. He, he's been low points. Uh, I don't, oh, shoot. But who got low points uh, – this, did we even uh, talk about Lairbaum? Oh, yeah, back-to-back weeks. $60. How is he going to explain that to the kid is really what I what I would need to know. But Lairbaum's paying that off to, uh, to Clayton. Wow. Yes. And remember the rules, guys, that we, that we established at the draft. If you're the high-point guy, you have one week 
to notify the low point guy that they owe you. So that means after the Monday night games, you have until Thursday when the next week kicks off to collect your money. There's no, you can't be six weeks down the line and say, Oh, you owe me money. So yeah, make sure we're, we're, we're doing that. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Jay. No, that's good. I mean, in the pod, we'll hold you accountable, but man, two in a row, $60 down for Lair bomb. Uh, team's not looking good. <laughs> we, I was very high on this team early. I think they could still be a good team, but now that I look at it two weeks in after watching two weeks of games, this team looks like crap, to be honest. Um, Tom Brady, forefront. Mike Williams is his only really productive guy, and he's hit or miss. Dalvin Cooks have been not having a good good year so far. Um, and, that, you know, 84 points, not much to say there. Other end of the building, you got Guns. Guns has Josh Allen, who went off 30 points. This has been a good year for, for quarterback so far, high points for them. Uh, he does have Christian McCaffrey, who did look like he got banged up again. Unfortunately, we'll see how that plays out. Only got 14 there. But the big story for Guns is Mr. Waddle, uh, the value pick of the draft. 34 points for Waddle here. Uh, really big. You, you like to see that. Uh, that Miami offense does look pretty good. They're putting up some points. So we'll see how it works for him going forward. Um, but good win by Guns here to move himself into one and one Yeah. Uh, today is that, that holiday every year where Christian McCaffrey goes, uh, shows up on the injury report. So <laughs> something to watch going forward. Uh, but Guns, after a really pretty hard luck week one loss where he, uh, I think, had the third most points. He was facing Dylan, who had the most points that week. He uh, wins handily here. Again, Lairbaum's team just reeling right now. Uh, the Brady situation's tough because, like you said, he's got nobody to throw to. Um, but other spots, that Minnesota offense – They've really, you know, under the new coach, they've shifted to not being this power run team as much anymore. It's a coach who's going to open it up and throw it a bit. I mean, we're not going to see Dalvin go for 5.6, but it's, I, I think it's, it might be fair to say we're not going to see the Dalvin from years past where he's getting as many touches. Uh, so that's concerning. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's so easy in hindsight to look at this and be like, why, why were we so high on his team? But, um, you know, I mean, Godwin being hurt doesn't help. Kamara really, he kind of, I don't know, running backs, they're always a ticking time bomb when they kind of, um, you know, lose a step. So that's something to watch. And then you saw Guns, great pick with Waddle. I, I, I can't remember how much he spent, but it wasn't very much. Um, Guns puts up a 123 despite Devontae having a pretty quiet game. Uh, Josh Allen is really starting to feel like that guy where he goes for 29 and it doesn't feel like, oh, Josh Allen went off. It's kind of just like – that's who Josh Allen is at this point. So guns, I'm still concerned about that RB2 spot, but if McCaffrey stays healthy, that's enough to make up. That's a big if, of course, but if McCaffrey is healthy, it's enough to make up for a weak RB2. So a good win for guns to get to one and one and drop Lairbaum to an ugly 0-2 with the two low score weeks in a row. Not something we're used to seeing from that franchise. Uh, to our next matchup, Oh, a classic. The Battle of Fairmont Hill. Uh, this is Calvin the Great, the legendary freezing franchise against Godwin did. Chad's team, who falls again uh, to drop to 0-2. He's in 11th only because Lairbaum has been worse than him. Uh, freezing goes for a 130 spot. Uh, guys, in the chat, I can't remember. I want to name names, but I can't remember who it was. People were going in on freezing, saying Dylan ripped him off. And look at St. Brown, 35 points. 
guys, Freezing's he's he's been here before. He knows how to execute these deals. Okay, um, so that's the big score on Freezing's side. And then Freezing's just got so much depth too. I mean, you look at two receivers and double digits on his bench. Um, Christian Kirk, that's that's an interesting one to watch too. The Jags finally have like competent coaching. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence presumably would take a step this season. That's an interesting one. They paid Kirk a lot of money. He should get a lot of targets, I would think. Um, and then on Chad's side, we've never really loved this roster. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. Now he's got Mike Evans suspended. He didn't start on Robinson this week. He goes for 13 and gets in the end zone after he started him last week. Montgomery, 14.6 on the bench. It feels like Chad isn't really uh, pushing the right buttons right now. Yeah, and I mean, this question for you, I know the previous week you were kind of in his ear a little bit with his flex position. Was that similar this week or what? No, I did not talk to him this week. These were all his decisions. Wow. Wow. And it seems kind of blown. I mean, we saw Mike Evans, too, get suspended. Like, questionable, uh, Charles, you know, 0-2 here. What's what's John going to say if Charles is the first one, you know, rotated out? John will be very disappointed. I don't. I mean, he's dis- John's disappointed in me because I don't have a championship. Chad does have a championship, um, but I feel like I'd rather have no championships than get relegated. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all I wanted to say about that match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got uh, <laughs> baby, still baby, uh, Maddie kid. Please let us know. Do you even listen to the pod? Like, make this better, man. BB Yoda for Slim Pickens. Uh, this it's is a low team, Maddie. <laughs> this is a low-scoring game, but Maddie Kid was able to come up with a victory without scoring 100 points. These ones, when you're a bad team, do feel good, but this does move Maddie to uh, 2-0. and He had a big bounce-back game for Kyler Murray after, you know, basically doing nothing the previous week. But for Maddie Kid's team, this team's actually kind of, con- like, looking down for a 100-point game. Everyone was kind of consistent. They were underperforming, but at least his full team was scoring points. It wasn't one person carrying the load, as some would say. Uh, Fournette, we're still waiting to see on that. I don't think Dylan's really getting the touches, and we'll talk more why uh, lately. Kelsey had a, a not a good game for Kelsey, um, but Matt Kidd was able to win there. On the other end, we got Teddy at 1-1 one and one now, and his players, after having a monster first week for, like, Saquon, um, kind of back out, back down to reality here, where I think this is going to be consistent for what he has on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, this was not uh, a high-scoring matchup. Maddie made a uh, kind of sarcastic comment in the chat about guys. I'm two and zero, definitely not because of my matchups. Obviously, being sarcastic in the sense that he's entirely two and zero because of his matchups. Um, but on Maddie's side, Kyler just had a ridiculous second half. I mean, he Kyler gets a lot of shit, and he should because he's kind of a child sometimes, and not just in from a height standpoint, but like emotionally. But he does just do some ridiculous stuff sometimes, and he certainly did that in that game. Uh, Lamb actually able, you know, you worry with Dak going down. What does that do to Lamb's fantasy value? I know he doesn't get in the end zone here, but he does put up eleven point six. Uh, Cooper Rush which sounds like a QB from like a Texas high school football movie or something actually came in and did a uh, pretty serviceable job there getting CD the ball. 
But yeah, this was low scoring. Kelsey didn't do a whole lot. AJ Dillon is off to a little bit of a slow start. Aaron Jones has been really good in that backfield. Um, and then on Brent's side, yeah, low scoring again. Uh, Samuel puts up a nice 19.4. You touched on Barkley. Um, still, still encouraging for Barkley though. Decent total yardage, just didn't get in the end zone there. So I, I think Barkley is going to be a solid guy this year uh, with a confident coach running that team now. But yeah, low scoring matchup. Maddie gets to a uh, what's the opposite of hard luck? Just lucky, uh, lucky two and zero, and Brent drops to one and one. So our next matchup. Let's do yours, Jay. Uh, this is Clayton Coughlin Coughlin flop. Versus Jay, I have a street. Uh, this was a really good matchup, actually. This uh, Jay, you had a chance, if I recall, going yep. into Monday night. Yeah, uh, Clay ends up winning it, one thirty-two point four two. He goes to two and zero. You uh, get a pretty tough luck loss there, one twenty-four point seven eight. You fall by eight points. Uh, Clay gotta be feeling great about picking Jalen Hurts. I think he spent decent money on him, but it definitely appears. Uh, that it was worth it. And then Nick Chubb looking like a monster early on. Uh, he really had, you know, you're always concerned with Chubb. And I have him, and I, I love Nick Chubb. I, I have him in other leagues. I wanted him in this league. Uh, but you're always concerned a little bit with Kareem Hunt being there as well. But early on, Chubb has been an absolute beast. He puts up 30, 31 this week. Um, and then Cooper Cup, again, we talked about Josh Allen. It didn't feel like a big game when Allen goes for 30. It doesn't feel like a big game when Cup goes for 26. So that's a nice big three right there that he leans on. Um, and then, Jay, on your side, like pretty good, per- great uh, fantasy performance from Carson Wentz, not the greatest real game performance. Uh, and then Aaron Jones was a monster for anybody to watch that game. He was averaging like 10 yards a carry, a couple TDs. I mean, this is a tough one for you, Jay. There's really – I mean, on your bench, yeah, Tony Pollard is down there, but – I don't know that you're really talking yourself into playing Pollard no. ahead of Aaron Jones, James Conner. I mean, you can, yeah, you're not, you're not going to play him over Jerry Judy either. So, you know, th- that's not really, um, who, who was it? Uh, oh, Hui, like we can look at Hui's flex decision. That was probably a mistake. Yours, it's hard to really call that a mistake. No one's going to play Pollard there. So tough loss. Yeah. I mean, injuries, right? Conner got hurt and so did Judy. Judy got hurt after his first catch, so that sucks. Uh, Connor got hurt, which is the story of you know his life. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a tough loss. I, but the nice thing is, is like my team scored points finally. You know, it's been a while, even marking back to last year, where I had a game where like my team actually scored over a hundred and hundred and twenty. <laughs> uh, so I was kind of impressed with my team's performance. Granted, I am zero and two, but you know, towards the end of the year, points are going to matter. Um, and it's just tough. It's it's a tough lineup that I have here. Uh, I I do want to put out to the league that um, there has been some interest already in Hopkins, and he is on the trade block, as well as Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard. So there is a trade block. If someone wants a wide receiver one to win later, Hopkins, uh, let me know. I, I need to win now. Now, um, so uh, yeah, not not proud of my performance. Unfortunately, lost to Clayton. I was ahead. Right, it was it just Jalen Hurts to go. And Jalen Hurts, unfortunately, beat me in the first half. Second half, I don't know what the, what happened because he didn't score any points in the second half. But that first half, it was over. Um, so that hurt. And it really hurt because no one could see the DMs that Clayton was sending me, you know, telling me, like, hey, good game. Your team's so good. And I felt really good about myself. And then he did this to me. 
So, all right, last matchup, Jay, take it away. Yeah, we got you versus the JV All Stars. Uh, so, still haven't heard uh, actually from you. You you were with him this week, right? Or who? Someone was with uh, the JV All Star this week. Yes, I saw Shelter on uh, Saturday. No, Friday night at the Jordan Defoe Joe Chafe wedding. Uh, he was shooting picks. Uh, him and his uh, girlfriend were in, or his fiance, I should say now, were in town shooting the wedding. Uh, you guys saw the pick. He had uh, many buttons down on the shirt. Ton. The hair, At least five. The hair, the hair was flowing. Uh, it was spectacular. And we, we did talk some, uh, some fantasy football. At that point, uh, only the Thursday game had happened. And I'm trying to even remember who was the Thursday game last week. Uh, oh, the Chargers and Oh, that's right. Chargers and Chiefs. And he was feeling pretty good because Mahomes only put up 17 that game. So he was at a, he was feeling pretty good about the matchup, um, escaping that Mahomes game with only 17 on the board. And he turned out to be right because he won this pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, Tyreek Hill had a monster game. Uh, if anyone so, watched that game, it was just like, he was just open. It was, it was crazy watching him just be like 10 yards apart from anyone near him and, He's get, catching a ball. Um, great performance by him. Russell Wilson obviously has not been playing well uh, this season or this year, so um, maybe he may, looks at some moves there. Mark's uh, running back situation is not good uh, either. Um, you have a team winning 24-0, to but your running back only gets six points. And then Josh Jacobs, we know with him as well, he's not really a running back one material this year. Um, so Shelter, you know, when he gets against some better teams, if it wasn't for Tyreek Hill going off this, you would have won this week, right? Um, and then on your your end, obviously Derrick Henry. I don't know what's going on this year with him. He was a beast. They're trying to like cut back on him so he doesn't get injured. But eight points from him is not does not make anyone happy. Uh, Chase had a come come to earth game after his monster game last week. Um, yeah, I mean for for your team, I mean, gosh, I mean, you, you you've kind of seen both sides of the scale. Last week you had a monster week, right, with your points. This week, you're kind of back to earth. So where do you feel your team's at? Yeah, uh, assessing my team, encouraged, because Mike Thomas has had two good fantasy weeks in his first two games back. Um, I feel very good about Jamar Chase. Quiet this week, He's but he's going to get a million targets. He's going to put up points. I will admit, though, Derrick Henry, I'm a little worried. Uh, you know, I said earlier, Kamara you, is, is off to a slow start. You always worry with these running backs. You know, when they're going to run out of gas, Henry's had a million touches in his career. Um, and that Titans offense, it's just like, you know, they had A.J. Brown on the outside before to kind of loosen things up. Now he's gone. So all that any defense is thinking about is stopping Henry. So I'll admit I am concerned there. And then Javante Williams also, I was very – I mean, he's done okay. He put up a 14-week one. But that Bronco offense is a disaster as well. Um, so where I don't feel great is Henry and Williams, where I do feel good is Mike Thomas and James Robinson two like comeback player of the year type guys, um, are both off to nice starts. So, uh, like you said, I've seen both sides of the coin. Um, you know, week three, will 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 tell a lot about, about where this team is headed. Nice. I think that's it for, uh, yeah, Matt, let's do, uh, let's do picks. Uh, right, you yeah, want to start it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna get to week three here. Uh, I'll just go with my pick first. Uh, myself first freezing. Um, this is the reason why I changed my name, right? Was for this matchup. 
Uh, I'm excited about it. Obviously, I've got some banged up players, so my points are a little bit off. Um, but after last week's performance, I feel pretty good. And we got Carson Wentz versus Philadelphia. Revenge game for Carson Wentz. Um, oh, yeah. Hurts. Like, I, 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 I think that's going to be an interesting game. Like, Wentz actually kind of looked uh, – game play-wise was not good, but he scored a lot of points for me fantasy last week. Um, and having McLaren there as well, getting that double dip. Uh, Aaron Jones versus a tough Tampa B. To, uh, to, 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 to clarify, a McLaren is a type of car. His name is McLaurin. Ah, that is true. Uh, and then uh, other than that, you know, obviously my flex position is really that one. It honestly might be Pollard season. So we'll see if who I start there between Zeke or Pollard. And hopefully Connor comes back if he's healthy. I like my team here. Uh, looking on the other end, obviously it's freezing. Uh, I am banking that he just picks the wrong players to start at his receivers and his flex position this week and that I somehow come out with the victory. But I'm picking myself. So here's a question: What was before they changed it to MLK in Salem? What was it? Wasn't it just called like Salem Parkway or something? Or what yeah, was it called? I think it was Salem Parkway or Ninety East or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I so was... I. So I think if you lose this game, you should have to change your team name to Salem Parkway. Okay. What do you? Is that fair? Yeah, uh, well, if Freeze agrees that if I win, he has to change his picture to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard for a game, for a week. Okay, Freezing, sound off in the comments if that is... That's, uh, that's that, perfect. That is you can still stay Calvin the Great, but you need to put the picture for one Yeah, that's, that's fair, because, yeah, you can't change Calvin the Great. Um, so, anyway, I'll start... Uh, wait, did you pick yourself? Sorry, I was... Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm, not, I'm not going to not pick me, you know? Okay, okay. Uh, on freezing side, I mean, I love to see it with his Lions. Like he, the team is is looking decent in real life, and then he's got you know three Lions in his starting lineup. He traded for one of them, uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, who's just a stud. Um, the Lions are at Minnesota this week. A little bit. I mean, that's a tough place to play, and he's got a lot of players in that game. Um, on your side. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones is your big dog, but I don't – that Tampa Bay is generally a good run defense. I don't see a lot of points being scored in that game. I just – yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking freezing here. I'm not going to overanalyze this one. All right, all right, all right. All right, let's go uh, to – oh, here we go. The, uh, the Research Stadium, Beavs Bowl. Uh, we got Brent Ketty versus Charles. Wow. Wow. Um, Huge weekend for the Beavs, so we'll see if we're, if these guys are even if they're uh, nursing hangovers after a uh, crushing loss to USC or a, a big victory. Um, but they will both be tuned into that, obviously. Um, in this one, let's go. Uh, is Brent really starting Mariota? Let's I go, Teddy. Is he on really? Beavers week, dude? Go- you know what? I can't blame him though, because he's got his other guys. Rogers, all Rogers receivers are are injured. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and also Seattle is not good, obviously. So that's and that's not a yeah. I that makes a lot of sense. Okay, uh, Najee Harris going tonight. Uh, don't love that against Cleveland. Like, I just man, this is gonna this is gonna be a low scoring game. He's got Saquon against that Dallas defense, which has looked really tough. Um, on Chad's side, uh, Gabe Davis, we'll see if he returns. But well, that's down in Miami, very tough place to play. Um, man, I'm looking for something on either side that, that pops off the screen at me. 
Um, I'm going to pick just on a hunch. I, this is going to be the lowest scoring game of the week, but I'm going to pick Brent to win this. Wow. Okay. I'm picking Charles. Uh, I think Charles has very good running back matchups. So you got uh, Mixon versus the Jets. And you have Montgomery at Houston. Uh, I think this is going to be a good game, good week for both those running backs that carries Charles a victory. I do agree that it will be a low-scoring game uh, matchup, but I think Charles gets the victory here. All right, uh, let's get to yours. Um, we got you versus uh, good old Dylan. Um, I'm glad I'm not on my work computer looking at matchups today. Um, because Kareem and my cousin's hunt picture is just fucked up. <laughs> um, uh, but here we go. Uh, for this one, we got Herbie um, versus Jacksonville. Uh, Stephon Diggs at Miami. That's going to be a high-scoring game. He's going to get a lot of points there. I do think Cord has a bounce back versus Seattle. We know they're not a very good team. Uh, looking on your end, obviously, Mahomes. you got to like Chase coming back against the Jets, maybe for a bounce back there. I do think Henry kind of gets the ball rolling finally. Ah, man, this is actually... I haven't picked you yet. I'm going to pick you, but I do think this is going to be a really, really close game. Yeah, Dylan's got – so when you got Jefferson and Diggs in your lineup, those are, those are two guys that can go off at any moment. Um, I do think typically cold-weather teams like Buffalo playing down in Miami, particularly in September where it's like 95 degrees still, I think that's a tough matchup. I think they're able to hold Diggs down. The one that's terrifying for me is Jefferson at Detroit, like the, or excuse me, at home against Detroit. Um, that is a scary matchup for me. Um, on my side, I do love Jamar here in New York this week. Uh, him and I will be doing – actually, no, I'm out of town. We were going to do dinner on Saturday night, but I had to cancel on him. Um, but uh, I do like that matchup. Uh, Derek Henry, man. Yeah. If he, he's got to get Raiders along the eighth most points, eighth most fantasy points to running backs. Henry's got to get going this week, or I'm going to be very discouraged. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, this is very even. So I, I think I'm picking Dylan based on the fact that Jefferson could absolutely go off. And if that happens, he's going to win it. You're Uh, picking Dylan. I am picking Dylan, yeah. And that's not a jinx. You guys know I usually pick myself, but, I, yeah, I think Dylan beats me. Wow. Um, all right, let's go to – okay, this is a fun one. Voodoo Mama Juju uh, against Baby Yoda. Uh, that's Lairbaum versus Maddie. Uh, Maddie, again, change it to BB Yoda. Like, this is so easy. Um, but now he's not going to do it, just despite everyone. Uh, but this is actually a close projection. Lairbaum – you know, not playing for his season yet because we've seen – I think Charles started 0-5 the year that he won the title. So, he's definitely not playing for his season. 0-3, you're not done. Um, but, you know, for morale purposes, off two straight last uh, low-scoring low weeks, low, lowest scoring weeks, I should say. Uh, he needs this one for morale. Uh, he's got Dalvin against Detroit, that Detroit team has looked very good offensively, not so good defensively. So that's a game where Dalvin needs to get going for him, much like Derrick Henry uh, for me, as I mentioned. Um, on Baby Yoda's side, we remember got to remember, this guy's 2-0, and but he has not put up a lot of points. Um, Kyler has traditionally struggled against the Rams. 
CD going uh, to New York Giants, a team that's looked better, and he's you know he's got his backup QB. Uh, I, you know, I don't love these matchups for baby Yoda. I actually, I'm going to pick Larabom here uh, to get his first win of the season. Wow. You know, I'm going against Larabom. I, I, I think he goes 0-3. So we, we have a lot of differing picks here. Um, yeah. Lair, let me, I'm marking this down on our, our sheet here because this is going to be a pain in the ass to keep up with next week to see who won. But um, I do think, uh, you know what's interesting to me? Lairbaum's 0-2, and he's the guy who picked the guy who got shot and the guy's backup. Karma. Yeah, like deserved karma, right? And he's been a low point scorer. Like, I give it, like, after he goes 0-3, I think he drops both of them. Like, you have to clean house, right? Um, on the other end, though, we have BB Yoda. He's been the matchup king, the week-to-week guy. Um, honestly, I don't like anyone's matchups here that I see. Like, nothing sticks out to me where I'm like, ah, that guy's going to go off. Um, Dalvin Cook versus a very tough Detroit Lions team. Yeah, you heard that freezing. Uh, don't like that. Fournette kind of banged up versus Green Bay. Jeff Wilson against Denver. Like, nothing sticks out to me here. But I, I'm i just going to go based off projections on this one. And I think Matty Kidd wins. I think this is probably going to be actually an under 100-point game again that he wins. Matty should get – when you said week to week, Matty should get like a super – like LA sports car, like a Porsche convertible or something with yeah. license plates, W2W King, week to week King on it. That would be sick. I'm sure Paradigm Sports could afford it. Like, why doesn't he have it already? You know, we, that would be pretty badass to pull <laughs> off to the Paradigm office. Yeah. With the week to week King plates on, on the Porsche. <laughs> we have, uh, we have Clayton versus, uh, first Mark versus Shelter. Um, this one's I don't we are just bad at scoring points this year because this is another low scoring affair uh, projection um, you know 106 to 101 uh, but looking here I do like Clayton's matchups more so far um, we'll see about Cam Akers if he actually plays though that's going to be something else or if he's factored in I don't know if Clayton's going to make any plays there um, Tyreek Hill versus a tough Buffalo defense doesn't look like that's going to be back to back. I don't like Mark's running backs at all, like matchup wise. And I don't like Russell Wilson. Like, I don't, th- I think this is a blowout. Clayton's going to win. Go 3 0, uh, I think, this week. Yeah, I'll start on Mark's side. Um, Tyreek, I feel like that, uh, that Buffalo secondary is really good. Um, I feel like they find a way to scheme to a place where Tyreek doesn't go scorched earth on them like he did last week uh, against Baltimore. So, yeah, I think they're able to hold him down somewhat. He'll probably still get a a decent score, but he's not going to go for 35 again. And that's what I think Mark would need to win this because Clayton's team has more guys that are capable of going off. We touched on it. Hurts, Cup, and Chubb, like those those guys are all capable of being huge scorers. Um, on the strength of that, I think you're right, Jay. Like, I, I think the 106 projection on Clay's side might be a little bit low. I think he probably wins this by double digits. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Mark's got Joe Burrow on the bench versus the Jets. I, I would consider uh, that start there over Russell Wilson against San Fran. Interesting. All right, so what haven't we done yet? Guns versus uh, Wii? Guns versus Wii, right? Yeah, that's, that's it. Is yeah. Our, that's it, yeah. Okay, guns versus we. Very interesting on the projections. This Ooh, is a straight 50-50. Yeah, 
Ferrari F50, uh, both uh, projected at exactly 111 points. Um, man, this uh, I'm stoked for this uh, Buffalo Miami game. I just keep seeing these these matchups, and that's going to be a fun one down in down in South Beach. Um, so Guns has got his big three quarterback, Allen, and then Adams and Waddle at the receivers. That is a nice one, two, three punch, if you will. And then Christian. I mean, Guns is yeah. Guns, we talk about top-heavy teams. This is a top-heavy team. His bench, frankly, sucks. His RB2 is not good, and his flex is not good, and he's got Kittle injured. But in fantasy, I mean, you've got those four studs. You're going to have a chance every week. Um, on Hui's side, A.J. Brown's stud at Washington, Lamar, um, I feel like Belichick schemes a way to not let Lamar just run for like 150 yards or whatever he did last week. Uh, Jonathan Taylor looking for a bounce back at case or excuse me at home against KC. Um, I'm I'm going to take guns in this one. I'm taking guns to go to two and one. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I don't even know. I think Wee's projections are super high for some reason. Um, I, I I think guns wins this by a blowout as well. I, you cover the matchups pretty well, but I think Guns' big four all have favorable matchups. If, if Christian does play and isn't banged up, um, I think he has a big game versus that New Orleans New Orleans team there. And, uh, yeah, besides that, I, I, I can't see a way that we wins this if Guns' team just performs as they should. So I'm going to go with Guns. There we go. Well, those are the picks for this week. It is an hour and a half till kickoff between Pittsburgh and Cleveland, uh, giving you guys plenty of time to listen to this, less less than a 40-minute pod. Listen to it on your commute home or from your home office or whatever. Hope you guys enjoy this one. And uh, long live the League of Dawns.